The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Mythology Explained YouTube channel. Please note that there are two narrators for this podcast, myself, Silas, and Zach. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to Mythology Explained. In today's video, we're going to take a look at the Aesir Vanir War. The war that took place in the mythic past between the two tribes of gods in Norse mythology, and following that, at how, ultimately, the Mead of Poetry the mead that inspired gods and the greatest of skalds, bestowing mastery of a verse and song, was created. Let's get into it. In Norse mythology, one of the major events that transpired in the mythic past was the Aesir-Vanir War. Though the two tribes eventually reconciled, for a time, relations between the two were beyond strained, defined by violence and rancor. Fierce fighting broke out as each tribe tried to destroy the other. They fought to a draw, as neither side could gain a winning advantage, allowing cooler heads to prevail before greater death and destruction could be dealt. Eventually, tempers subsided, wounds were tended, and a peace was brokered through prisoner exchange. Before we really dive into this, though, let's take a quick pause and do an overview of each tribe and highlight some of their differences. The Aesir were the more prominent and popular tribe. They dwelt in Asgard, one of the Nine Realms, and their number included gods like Odin, Thor, and Loki. By comparison, the Vanir were obscure. They made their home on Vanaheim, another of the Nine Realms, and beyond a handful of gods like Njord, Freya, and Freyr, not much is known about them. Also, incest, which was forbidden amongst the Aesir, was common practice for the Vanir. One day, a sorceress traversed the Rainbow Bridge crossed into Asgard and approached the impregnable gates and towering walls of the Aesir fortress. She introduced herself as Gulvig, meaning lust for gold. At first, the Aesir gods were apprehensive about letting Gulvig into their midst, for the conventional wisdom was that those who practiced sorcery weren't the most reputable or trustworthy sort, having a penchant for mischief, trickery, and sowing disorder. Despite this, Golvig won them over with her charm and with her promises of wealth and power. She was a master of Seder, a feminine sort of magic, which she harnessed to perform favors for various gods. However, as time went on, rather than improve lives, her magic was a source of strife, not betterment. Gods were resentful of other gods that gained advantage and prestige through Golvig's arts, thinking them obtained unfairly. A downward spiral ensued, in which the Aesir gods grew increasingly hostile and embittered towards each other. But before the situation truly boiled over, they took counsel, coming to consensus about how to ameliorate relations between each other. They concluded that Gulvig was wholly responsible for the acrimony and animosity that now permeated their halls. It was decided that she must pay with her life, so they tied her up, encircled her, and hurled spears at her from every direction. Under normal circumstances, the volley of spears would have reduced the target to a pulpy heap, irrevocably transformed and utterly unrecognizable. But events never proceed in a tidy, normal way when magic is involved. Not a single spear tip pierced Gulvig's flesh, they merely bounced off of her and clattered to the ground. Following this failure, the gods tried to burn the cursed sorceress but flames were no more effective. While the Aesir found little success in killing Golvig, 
they were superlatively successful at inflaming the wrath of Gulvig's kin, the Vanir Gods. You see, while her true name isn't used in the story, Gulvig is widely considered to be none other than the goddess Freya, so the attempts on her life were taken as an egregious offense against the Vanir Gods as a whole. Each tribe assembled so that each of their forces were marshaled opposite each other on a field of battle. At the onset, Odin hurled his spear over the Vanir forces, symbolically sacrificing them to himself. Though the Aesir boasted greater warriors, the Vanir were bolstered by Freya's magic. After many battles, it became clear that the two tribes were evenly matched, so they entered into peace negotiations, which were concluded by an exchange of hostages. Freyr, Freya, and Njord went to live with the Aesir, while Mimir and Honir were sent to live with the Vanir. The Aesir were pleased with their hostages, formidable as they were, but the same could not be said of the Vanir, who felt more and more as though they had been cheated as time went by. At first, Honir was invaluable, dispensing sage advice, resolving all manner of quandary, but then he grew indecisive, deferring to others, becoming reticent. The Vanir failed to notice that Honir was no more than a conduit for Mimir's deep wisdom. When Mimir was around, Honir was wise, and when Mimir was absent, Honir was uncertain and tight-lipped, as there was no one near to whisper in his ear. Failing to notice where the wisdom was coming from, or that Honir was a great warrior, just not the best advisor or leader, the Vanir expressed their displeasure by beheading Mimir and sending his severed head to the Aesir. Odin, who knew full well the depth of Mimir's wisdom, heeding his counsel above all others, was beside himself. Bending all his skill and subtlety, Odin called upon his magical arts. He embalmed Mimir's head with herbs, reanimating it so that he could still benefit from Mimir's keen mind and clever tongue when his need was most dire. Following this, rather than go to war again, all of the gods, both Aesir and Vanir, spat into a cauldron. All the divine saliva coalesced into a man, Gvasir. Shaped by all the gods, he was the wisest being in existence, and he stood as a living symbol of peace between the two tribes. It was said that Gvasir was so wise that there wasn't a question that could be asked that he couldn't answer. A nomadic, wayfaring life best suited him, as covering so much ground and visiting so many places allowed him to confer the depths of his wisdom far and wide. Unfortunately, it would be his wanderlust, the very danger of the roads he so loved to travel, that would prove his undoing. Two dwarves, Fjala and Galar, murdered him, exsanguinating Kvasir and mixing his blood with honey, then fermenting it in the kettle of Udredir to create the mead of poetry. And henceforth, whoever drank from it was imbued with diverse weaving skills possessed by the greatest skulls. The dwarf pair then inadvertently drowns a giant and intentionally kills the giant's wife by dropping a millstone on her head. The drowned giant's son, Satung, comes looking for his deceased father, nearly snuffing out the life of the two dwarves, but relenting at the last moment when offered the mead of poetry as compensation for his father's death. Satung places the mead inside a mountain and sets his daughter, Gunlod, to guard it. Of course, Odin wanted the mead for himself, so he traveled forth under the name Bolverk. He used an auger to bore a hole into the mountain, then assumed the form of a snake 
to slither through the hole to where the maid was kept under guard. Once inside, there was still Gunlod to navigate, so Odin brokered a deal with her. Three nights of passion for three drafts of the mead. After their lustful sojourn, he drained every last drop in just three deep quaffs, subsequently transforming himself into an eagle and flying back to Asgard, the mead sloshing inside him all the while. Satung, dismayed at the sudden loss, also takes the form of an eagle and pursues the thief through the skies. Odin was nearly caught at the last instant. A moment of panic caused a lapse in his clenching, so a small, soiled portion slipped out the bottom of him, and it was this portion that inspired lesser poets. The rest of it Odin deposited in Asgard, sharing it with the other gods and the great poets of old. And that's it for this video. If you enjoy the content, please like the video and subscribe to the channel. As always, leave your video suggestions down below.